May you know as you sit here this morning that your situation is shifting, it's changing because the Lord is mindful of you. Who is man that the Lord is mindful of us? Who are we that God thinks about us? I'm telling you this morning, even as you sit here, you might sit here and you might leave here completely different. I have a word in my heart to tell you this morning that as you receive the word of the Lord this morning, that even under the word you'll be delivered, even under the word you'll be set free. There is the Lord is on assignment to get you free. May I say that again? The Lord loves to set His people free. Oh, amen and amen. Come on, say amen. Don't sit on that mouth of yours. And so this morning, as we move into this, blessed be the name of the Lord our God. I just feel like we need to give Jesus some praise. Can we just give Him some praise? We praise. Your name, Lord, Borabayandra. We praise your name, Jesus. We praise your name, Jesus. We praise your name, Jesus. There's nobody like Jesus. Oh, come on, church. We praise the name of Jesus. We praise the one that was. Oh, Adonai, we praise your name. Oh, give Jesus just a mighty shout of praise. We praise the name of Jesus. Oh, Rabatayan. May every devil feel very uncomfortable in this place, in this house this morning, in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you feel the deliverance in the air? Yeah, it's called portals. God opens up because He's present to deliver. And so as you are there, you must become unfriended with things that wants to befriend you. In the few moments I have, I want to quickly speak to you about the blood and the altar on the blood. There's a blood that is, speaks better than any other blood on this planet, and it's the blood of the Lamb of God. The Bible says there's the blood of goats, there's the blood of bulls. These bloods, you have to understand, only cleanse people temporarily. The blood of goats and the blood of bulls cannot wash you clean for eternal life. The Bible says when Adam and Eve sinned, God killed an animal to cover them. It was a temporary covering, a temporary cover. Are you there? Uh, let me say it again. God killed an animal to cover the sins of um, Adam and Eve. Now the Bible goes on and the Scripture tells us, without the shedding of blood, Hebrews 9.22, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. In other words, without blood, you and I are guilty. We need blood. The Bible says under the Old Testament that God had a system called the law and through the priesthood, there were sacrifices given unto Him. And through that system, of sacrifices given unto him, there was always blood spilled. It was either the blood of a goat, or the blood of a heifer, or the blood of a bull, or the blood of a pigeon, but something was offered unto God before God would answer. Unless something is on the altar, God will not answer. God answers by fire, He answers by might, and He answers by power when there's something on the altar. And so through the ages, we understand that God developed the system. But then suddenly there came a day where there was a young man that came upon the scene. 
John the Baptist pointed him out and said, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This young man started with a message. His message was the kingdom. He started with not many people following him at the, at the beginning, but suddenly he started with a revolution. What was the revolution? The message of the kingdom of God. Are you there? He went to the cross. And it is here that I want you to understand something. The Bible says to us in Hebrews chapter number 1, uh, Hebrews chapter number 10, and verse number 1 to 4. For the law, for the law, since it has only, only a shadow of the good things to come and not the very forms of things, can never be the, be the same sacrifices which they offer continually year by year. Make perfect those who draw near. For, listen to me, I'll emphasize the scripture that I need to. For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. That's why you have something more powerful. Let me go to Hebrews chapter number 9, verse number 13 to 14. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of flesh, how much more? How much more? Save me, how much more? Shall the blood of Christ, come on, say it in cinemas, shall the blood of Christ, okay, now listen, through the eternal Spirit, offer Himself without spot to God. Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. I want you to know there might be many gods, but there's only one living. I'll say it again. There might be many gods, but there's only one that lives. He is called the Ancient of Days. Are you there? You have to understand, blood is a vehicle and is a medium of speech. Let me say it like this. Blood speaks on your behalf. If I want to know who you are, I look at your blood. Your blood will tell us your DNA. Your blood will tell us what's in your body. The blood speaks to you. I'm here to tell you this morning, you have something better than the blood of bulls and goats that are speaking on your behalf. It is the blood of the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the earth. This blood cleanses you. This blood redeems you. This blood washes you. This blood saves you. This blood rescues you. This blood purchases you. And this blood puts you right back on top. Come on, say thank you for the blood. I want to go deeper here. I want you to understand. You can say here this morning, for an example, you can say, I don't believe in the power of the blood. Well, you can also not believe in the power of soap. Soap can stand there all day long. It is not my belief in, it is my faith in the application of that blood. Let me use an example. I can say, ah, I don't believe in soap. We will know you don't. Are you with me? We will know that you are not a believer in soap. We'll see it. But you have to take the soap. You have to dip it in water. You have to put it to your body. And then the power of the soap is revealed. You do not plead the blood. You believe in the blood. You don't say, I plead the blood of Jesus. Because you can't plead the blood, neither can you plead the soap. You don't say, plead soap. Wash me. The soap can do nothing for you. It will stand there until you believe in its power. Are you guys okay? You have to believe in the blood, in the power of the cross. 
God is so serious about establishing an altar in your life that He has he established an eternal altar between heaven and earth by which man can be saved. That altar is called the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the only way that man can be saved through the altar of God called the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no other way by which man can be saved but by the altar that God Himself has raised and He put His own Son on and He spilled His own blood and through that blood, that blood speaks a better word than the blood of bulls, the blood of goats, the blood of your past, the blood of your sickness. It speaks a better word. It is stronger than anything, the blood of the Lamb. You have to be a believer in the blood. Are you there? And so the Lord said to me this morning, I must come of a message. This is my message. This is the message that He sent me here to tell you with. But God has got a desire to let the kingdom come in your life. The kingdom must be manifested. But the condition for the kingdom to manifest is repentance. The kingdom cannot manifest unless you repent. Jesus says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John the Baptist says, repent and be saved. Peter says, repent and be baptized. Repentance means a change of mind that leads to a change of heart, that leads to a change of action, that needs to lead to a change of belief system, that leads to a change of view. Unless we repent, we cannot be saved. Unless we repent, listen to me carefully, unless we repent, just watch the monitors here in front guys, unless we repent, the kingdom can never come. The condition for which the kingdom comes is the heart of men that are in repentance. Oh, can I have some support here this morning? I'm not going to preach what is popular. I'm going to preach you the word of the Lord because I'm more cared, I'm more and worried about your eternal life and you being saved than what you are being comfortable with. Are you there? In this church, we'll preach a word undiluted, un, whether we like it or not, I couldn't care. The Bible is the Bible and it will lead to your revival. Let me say that again. You don't need a revival of anything else. You need a revival of the Bible in your life. And the Lord said to me, I must come here and tell you, He doesn't want to have cover-ups. He wants repentance. Because it is the building block of repentance. And I want to quickly take you to King David. What causes repentance? It's beautiful, but it's true. What causes repentance is brokenness and a contrite heart. Who will the Lord despise, the Bible says. It's if our hearts are contrite and our hearts are broken before the Lord. The Bible says that leads to repentance. Repentance is not remorse. Remorse is when I feel sorry. Don't feel sorry, change. Don't feel sorry, change the way you live. Change the way you think. Change the way you act. But I've always done it this way, then change. Believe the Lord Jesus. The Bible says repent and believe. I want you to note something. Belief without change is not possible. I cannot say I believe in something unless I've changed. It's first repent, then believe. Come on, are you guys okay? I first have to repent, then I believe, then I'm saved. Sometimes your breakthrough is on your heart that needs to shift. Come on, hallelujah, praise here. Come, let's just give Jesus some praise. I want you to hear that. 
So, and as I sat before the Lord yesterday, the Lord said this to me. He says, repentance is needed before faith is activated. Hey, hey, hey. Then He said this to me. He says, something must be given in exchange. The Lord said this to me. He said, unless there's something on the altar, at the exchange cannot come. Isaac had to come unto the altar before the Lord answered Abraham. Joseph had to go sit in the prison cell before the Lord took him out. Daniel had to go into the lion's den before the Lord was his rescuer. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego had to go into the fire before the fourth man appeared. I want you to understand your Bible is full of people that trusted God and they saw it or they didn't see it, but it didn't change the way they had faith. It's true. I want us to, to build the altar of God and we start of repentance. Come on, are you guys there? Say amen to that. Okay, I want you to see here the scripture that the Lord gave me. He says, in the, in the year that King Hosea died, I saw the Lord. Let me say it again. In the year that King Hosea died, I saw the Lord. <laughs> and when I read that, the Lord spoke to me. He said, as you come here to, to the church this morning, tell the people, that there is a dimension that has to die before they see. As you're here, you must put your name there. Because if you really want to be used by God, you're going to die many deaths. God's going to kill off everything that doesn't look like Jesus. Because He's only interested in shaping His Son in you. Are you here? I want you to understand, and this is the danger for us that's been in church for a long time. Never, 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 never come and sit here in the building and think you know what you're doing. No, 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 no. Let's always be contrite, humble, broken before the Lord. Yes, come on, give Jesus some praise. Woe unto us if we become familiar with the things of God. Woe unto us if we just think this is a building of lights and this is a stage. No, this is not a stage. I'm not an actor. I'm a son of the Most High God that has a history that I can show you. When we come to the stage to worship the Lord, we don't come here to perform, we come to give Him sacrifice. This is an altar. This is not a stage, it's an altar. We pay here with blood something to Him that He can answer us back to. Are you guys with me? We cannot have stages, we have to have altars. Come on, say amen to that. The altar of the Lord shall never be despised. I want you to understand in modern day times, in modern day times, and there's different things that I'll explain to this as I go. But I want you to understand, every time God encountered somebody in the Old Testament, they built an altar. But now God comes and He builds His own altar. And He does it through the cross. Oh, hallelujah, for God's altar. God's altar is so powerful, it is literally more able than any other that was built before it because it has something on the altar that no other altar has had. It has the sun. Come on, give Jesus some prayer. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Thank you that you came. Without you, we will all go to hell. And so the conditions this morning for change is very simple. You have to choose brokenness. You have to say, hey, I don't have the answer. Jesus is the answer. Come on, guys. 
may our message never be so intellectual that it is not inspired by the Spirit of the Lord. May the Word of the Lord save you in your seat. May the Word of the Lord deliver you where you sit. May the Word of the Lord be the strong tower which you build your life upon. Are you there? God is so heavy upon His Word. He says, I put myself under my Word. That means He won't break it. Secondly, there has to be something upon the altar to cause a transaction. Are you there? Unless there's something on the altar, hallelujah. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and justice. Righteousness means somebody else paid the price. You are walking into the finished work. Justice means you have been made right with God. How? By the Son. Hallelujah. <laughs> then the scripture goes, goes deeper. And the Bible says, listen to this. <laughs> yes, Holy Spirit. Bible goes deep and it says don't just make the transaction believe listen I want to encourage you this morning with two things one may we never despise the power of the altar of God may we never think we need to replicate what was done on that altar may you never think that you need to save yourself may you never think that you are your own answer may you never go there May you know that when, that, uh, that when Jesus went to that altar, which is called the cross, when His back was ripped, His beards were torn, His hair was plucked out, when the Bible through the prophet Isaiah says that we couldn't even recognize Him as a man, may you never go there to your own cross. Listen, I want you to understand what I'm saying because otherwise I'm getting weird messages again. You have to understand that there's been a cross that Jesus died on for your behalf. Now you must take up your cross and follow the Lord. There's a price to be paid to be called a Christian. It is not cheap. It's not for sale. It can never go. The price is you. You have to pay the price that the Master paid. We are not better than the Apostle Paul, James, John, all of them. We have to pay the price. Are you there? I know it's an uncomfortable message, but so be it. Rather uncomfortable and it changes you. Because I love you. Come on guys, are you okay? The Word of the Lord, let it be freedom to you. The Bible says this and it struck me like a hammer yesterday when I read this. Yes. I tell you, God has got a way to deal with you in the Spirit. When I read this, the Lord spoke to me. The Lord gave me a sentence. He says, I want you to understand that the blood on the altar poured forth the fire of the Holy Ghost. In other words, when Jesus went to the cross and He died on the cross, when He died, the Bible says the fire came. The Holy Spirit was not unleashed until the Son died. Jesus needed to die. He needed to go to the grave. He needed to raise again. And He's seated at the right hand of the Father. And it's from that place that God sent the Holy Spirit. So the fire descended on an altar that was already established. I want to tell you this morning, and I'll end with this. Right here as you sit, God is looking for your altar that He can send His fire. But that altar cannot be filled with your blood. It has to be with the blood of Jesus Christ and the faith you have in His blood. Because it is true, and I'll, and I'll leave you with this thought. There is a, a, a dispensation we're going into right now. 
It is the dispensation of intimacy, of glory, of revival and of awakening. We will see a great awakening happening all across the earth. There'll be a global awakening in the next 10 years upon this planet where God will awaken sons and daughters like never before. God will awaken sons and daughters to destiny like never before. You will see people rise up in this hour. You will see your sons and your daughters do things that they've never done before. Why? They understand that there's been a transaction between heaven and earth and it's called the altar of God. Come on, are you there? And this morning, I want to take you there corporately because I'm leading you somewhere. I want, I want us to corporately go there this morning and say, Lord, forgive us if we place confidence in anything else but the blood. Can I say that again? Please excuse my passion. I'm not a Germany. I, I am very fiery and I have the Spirit of the Lord inside of me. Don't mean that weird. <laughs> I, I tried to stand still, but I can't. Because I'm passionate about the King. If you see me just stand like this and I just talk like this thing, then you must come ask me, are you sick? I'm passionate to see people free. I'm passionate to see people believe in the only thing that doesn't exchange for them. It's the blood of the Lamb of God. It's the eternal blood. That blood speaks on your behalf. Even as you sit here, it speaks. It talks in the spirit realm. It talks, it talks, it talks, it talks, it talks. It speaks for you. It speaks for you. You walk into your workplace, it speaks for you. The blood of the Lamb speaks for you. As you go to your home, it's speaking for you in the, in the heavens. I'll leave you with the last thought. And that's where I want us to go today. <laughs> God impressed into my spirit yesterday. Listen to me carefully. You might think you are doing God's service. And yet heaven is searching for a man. Before Isaiah said, Lord, here am I. I want you to note, there was many other men of faith before Isaiah. And heaven is still asking the question, who can I send? Shocked me yesterday. The Lord asked the question, who can I send? While there are people that are already thinking they've been sent. Who shall I send? Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who? And Isaiah puts up his hand. He says, Lord, here am I. Send me. God says, take the call. Cleanse your lips. Here am I. And so this morning, church, I'm done. I'm landing at exactly where the Holy Spirit wants us to go. I want us this morning, if the, if the Word of the Lord spoke to you this morning, and as Pastor Stephen comes, what I want you to do this morning, I want us to go before the Lord and say, Lord, here are we. But we're not going to do this out of place of our own strength. Use us. Pour your fire upon us. But do it from a place of repentance with us. Where we have humbled ourselves in front of the mighty God. Are you with me, church? I want us to stand, please, everybody. Come on, jump to your feet. Do you believe the blood saves you? The blood heals you? The blood redeems you? The blood cleans you? Oh, Father, this morning we come. And I want us to be serious of the Lord. If you want to kneel, kneel. If you want to bow, bow. 
But whatever you do this morning, I want you to be serious of God right now in this atmosphere because the Lord is making a transaction of His people. Father, we come this morning and I thank You, my Father. Lord, that we don't need to do things out of a place of arrogance. But we come this morning in a place of humility to You. We thank You that there is the blood of the Lamb that speaks on our behalf. We thank You, Father. Father, we come this morning. We repent before heaven and earth. We repent before You, Lord. Father, we thank You for the blood. We thank You for what the blood does for us. We thank You for the high price of the blood. We thank You that Jesus came. We thank You that the blood was spilled. And we thank You that there's a remission of sins. We thank You, Father, through the blood. We believe in the power of the blood. And this morning, my Father, we humble ourselves before You. Father, come and redeem, come and save, come and restore, come and heal, come and deliver. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Lord, come and do that what only You can do. And that is to save, to heal, and to restore. And do it through the hearts of a people full of repentance. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. We thank You now, Father, in Jesus' name. And all of God's people shout, Amen, and Amen, and Amen, and Amen, and Amen. Come on, I want us to give Jesus Christ.